Today's episode is dedicated to the memory of PNB Rock and to Queen Elizabeth. Really? But mostly PNB Rock. Girl, your ass key calling, fuck on we ballin'. I put double G's on ya, I put double C's on ya, I put Louis V on ya. That nigga's car, he can take you all. That shit is a dog for you. Welcome back to Small State, a big takes. This is episode 206, 206, opening take for Steve and O. Scott. What do you got? Yo, 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 what the fuck is good? I can't believe it's episode 206, and every new week that comes along, it's another big surprise to find out that we're this far along in the podcast career of thus far. But uh, big take today, shout out to PNB Rock, hope he pulls through this shooting, and uh, big shout out to Kid Cudi, had a really good time at his concert this Saturday, and the only way to attend a Kid Cudi concert is under the influence, that's my big take. (laughs) How was he? Is he back? Oh, he's fully back. He's okay. fully back. Oh, yo, and want to hear a full No one is mean to him in the crowd. I just, that, that was awful how they, what was that? Was that when he, did he sub in for Kanye? Is that why that was a hostile crowd? Yeah, and then they threw the shit at him and stuff. And he yeah. Was, yeah, he, he walked out. off. Yeah, he's he's fully back in, in a good place, it seemed. But, uh, but, and I have a good short story for you guys, too. So uh, my sister and I went to the concert together, and we bought, Shirts, you know, we were in line at TD Garden, got some shirts. I got a Kid Cudi shirt, like, you know, it's pretty cool, Moon Man, whatever. And Vanessa asked for, like, the one next to it, wherever it was on the, like, you know, on the big wall of, t- of T-shirts. So the girl comes back, and Vanessa buys it, we walk away, and then goes, oh, shit, that's the wrong shirt. I not the one I asked for. And it was, like, this random shirt with no Kid Cudi on it. It was just, like, this, like, Moon Man kind of guy. Didn't really understand what the deal was. Anyway, we got for the opener. It was Strick, the rapper Strick, who's... um Young Thug's cousin, I think. I don't know. I, I actually have one of his albums. Pretty good. But I'm not that big of a fan, honestly. But anyway, he comes out. He's good. Uh, he ends his set. And uh, then 07 Shake comes on. That was good, too. She's done. And then it's going to be Kid Cudi coming on next. So next thing you know, we're, we're like on the floor. And uh, we hear this like commotion near us. We're like, oh, shit. We turn around. And there's Strick standing right there. So I go, yo, Strick. And he turns around. I'm like, yo, I have your last album, Strickland. He goes, no way, yo, that's real love. Comes over, gives me a, like a bro hug. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, cool. So then he he starts walking away. And Vanessa goes, holy shit, I'm wearing the same shirt he is. And he turns around and goes, oh, shit. You, you, he goes, you, you, really, you guys are really fans. He goes, yeah. He goes, hold on, let me sign your shirt. Pulls out a Sharpie out of his pocket, signs Vanessa's shirt. And now all these like entourage people are like, you know, squishing towards us as well as other fans and stuff. We're all just getting like piled on. And I'm like, yo, yeah, you strict. You're the man. I give him a bro hug. Like, like he was walking away. He goes, yo, you guys it means a lot to me, all this shit. And the bodyguard like grabs my arm, but mind you, I'm under the influence of things. And I don't know what's happening. I got like pushed off by a bodyguard. I'm like, holy shit. I'm sorry. And strict goes, yo, it's all good, bro. Peace. And just walks away. <laughs> and that's my story. <laughs> Explosive. It's a wild story. Accidentally gained strip. two fans. <laughs> yep. And he actually commented on my sister's Instagram. Uh, he's he retweeted us, all this shit. He's he's a pretty cool guy. Shout out to Strick. Massive Shout out to Strick. Don't know him, but he knows the homie. So dub. Thank you for listening. <laughs> How you guys doing? What else is new in you guys' world? Well, uh, we had a Weekend of football, 
I went to, I uh, did my annual visit to Clyde's, got that done. <laughs> got that done. We're kind of early this year, so we can go back again, like the beginning of October. You do go twice this year, you know? Yeah. Um, at least you get to go once. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> What's your what's your plan when you go to Clyde's? Like, do you just are you like sitting there? You there for the duration? Like, I'm getting donuts. Oh no, I'm in and out. I'm not right. there for the experience. What? I'm there. I'm there for the. Uh, I'm there for the materials, the you products. Don't, you don't have anything there. You don't consume anything there. Oh well, no! Like, I'll sit down and uh, you know have oh. a donut and maybe yeah. grab a wine tasting, but uh, I'm not like hanging out there for an hour at the tables or anything. You get any cider? Cider, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. okay. Do you like a gallon? Or are you like a half gallon guy or something? I uh, usually do a half gallon and then I'll go down and refill my growler. Ooh. Wait, you have a growler, but you're a hater of Clyde's? What? You're bring a, a one- growler to Clyde's? Yeah, you refill one- them. You save a few bucks if you bring yours back and get them refilled. Yeah, it sounds like you're a bigger fan of Clyde's than you. Yeah, once a on year. Here. <laughs> <laughs> one sentence I you're like, yeah, I just year. did it this year. I got my, well, I didn't actually even refill my growler this uh, this time around because I went to bring it and uh, opened it up. And I was like, I probably should like bleach this out before I get it refilled. So I got another one. Smell like straight vinegar. Now, now you have two have, growlers have for Clyde. Two Clyde growlers for Clyde. What did I say? I wasn't a fan. I just say I don't. I just don't go. I said I'm in and out when I go there. I I go. I get my stuff and I leave. In and out is not buying a new growler and refilling it. (laughs) Pulls up with a fucking (laughs) three fucking recyclable. That's where you get the cider. That's where you get the spike cider. You go down and you get in a. You get the biggest one they can. I know, but you're you're eating the stuff there. You're you're there for a bit, right? You're probably there for what half an hour. Oh, he walks down with the waiting. I was there for half an hour, maybe forty minutes, and waited in line for. That's fair. 80% 80% of that. Okay. Just look at Oliver and say BF Clyde. You can see it. <laughs> he looks like BF Clyde. We also uh, got their honey this time around. And uh, honey, honey is a smack. Yeah, honey's good. Honey's I've good. never had their alcohol. How is that? It's good. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. I've only done like non alcoholic like ciders. The, like the wines and stuff. Oh, yep. buddy. Got two so wines. Good. Got two wines and a day. growler of uh, the spike cider. How expensive are the wines, though? I feel like. Wines would be thirty-five dollars. No, they're not that much. Well, dude, I fucking bought a gallon of Lucky Lion, the the hard cider shit. It was thirty-four dollars. This is like three days ago. So you went this weekend too? Oh, I'm sorry, not this weekend. It was the weekend before then. Maybe it was eight days ago. Okay. Sorry. Was it, you practically went in August. What the heck is this? <laughs> I think I did go in August. No, two September. biggest Clyde fans here, dude. <laughs> period. The thing is, Oliver and I like are like two ships in the night. Oliver like, refuses to go to Clyde's with me as much as I beg and please. He's in and out. Oh he's got to refill his three go- three growlers, and he's got to go. <laughs> you know, we were saying on the way down there. Actually, Hannah was like, "Doesn't Steve live down here?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I do." He, like, kind of lives down in Westerly. Yeah, he's like, "I'm like so not in, not in Connecticut, but it's." You know, he's probably like a 15-minute drive to Clyde's, if I had to guess, maybe 20. And I was, yeah, yeah, he's, he's probably at home just sitting there, you know, drinking cider out of the, from stuff. That's what shop, I said. Honestly. I said, yeah, he probably lives close, but he never wants to hang out with us anyway, so why bother asking? You son of a bitch. I, dude, oh, my God. You are too much, Ollie. You are too much. Hannah, if you're listening, you're dating a bullshitter. How are the donuts, though? You put a donut on top of that little frozen slushy shit? Motherfucker, <laughs> take a picture. Text some pictures, but uh, donuts were great. They're uh, I always got to grab a jelly donut too because I like their 
A jelly donut? What? Who the fuck is jelly donuts at fucking Glides? Are you serious? They're no, three they days do. old, Oliver. No one else buys them. It's with their homemade jelly. They're, they're so from good. last year. They are good. I'm going to defend Oliver here. Oh. What kind of jelly? Wish... Had, they also had one here. They had an apple-filled one. I was just was... going to say. Oh. That's okay. I wish Smacked. they uh I wish they did like it's just like a regular powdered jelly donut, but I wish they just did like a like a cinnamon sugar, like apple cinnamon sugar top. I think they jelly did donut. One that would be fire. Yeah, I think they did. It was kind of like uh Duncan had that for a little while, if you guys remember the apple crisp donut. Yeah. That show is fire too. I can't believe you would love apple season a jelly donut. That that is a shocker to me. I don't go there for the jelly donut, but if they have them on the menu, I'm going to grab one. I love jelly donuts in general. Their homemade jelly is phenomenal. It's a win-win. Dude, you know what? Big take. Fuck pumpkin spice, everything. Fuck pumpkin. Oh, run it up. And apple season it is. Like apple cider, apple everything, dude. Not going to lie. I just, I love them both. I hate pumpkin everything. I I don't need anything. Not one thing. Not a pumpkin guy, Josh? Nope. No. Okay. Okay. Even like uh, Oktoberfest and stuff. Like I, nah. No. Love a good shipyard. 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 Pumpkin ale. Yeah. Pumpkin pie. Anybody? Ooh, I love pumpkin pie. That's 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 a elite tier, S tier pie in my opinion. Definitely, definitely team apple pie. Not even close. In four. I think the only thing that I've consumed pumpkin are the seeds. You know, you, you do your pumpkins at <laughs> yeah. Halloween and then bake the seeds with a little spice and shit, but no, like, true pumpkin flavoring. How about Reese's pumpkins? Like, Reese's that are in the shape oh, of oh, hell. fire. Dude, best oh. ones. Pumpkin donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. You ever fire. had one of those? Yeah. Pumpkin those donuts. are low-key so good because it's just like the fall version of the blueberry donut where it's like a small, like a light glaze. Yeah, exactly. Super. Yeah. I, I do. I do fuck with those. I, I hear you, though. I'm not a big pumpkin spice guy. I like pumpkin muffins too. Oh, that's true. Those are pumpkin good. Pumpkin muffins are good. I'm not. They not are, a, yeah. I, it's definitely overhyped, Josh. Don't get me wrong. I definitely prefer like apple cider drinks to pumpkin flavored drinks. But uh, if if either come around, who am I to say no? Ollie's just snorting lines of pumpkin spice, <laughs> pumpkin <laughs> cider, blueberry jelly, honey. What are your favorite like fall like little things? Obviously Clyde's. So for people in the area, at least like a I don't know apple cider slash apple. Although you can't pick apples there, but are you guys like apple pickers? Like what's what's el- what else is on your yeah. fall bucket list? Assuming hey, you die that? as soon as winter starts. What's that one over by Mohegan Sun? That apple farm. I forgot what that's called. Um, you literally take a left and go by the Mohegan Sun exit. I just I don't remember what it's called. But I used to go there every year to pick apples oh. during that time. I'll have to find it for you guys because I, I have no idea. I do think apple picking is on the menu this year, although it's not something I like do annually. Not at the top of your list? Is that what you're trying I, to say? I haven't done it in forever. so I would take you as an apple picker after this conversation. I do like like not, not much beats picking an apple and just chomping, chomping away right away. Wow. <laughs> You are the put it, you are the just... problem in the orchard. They they must have hunt <laughs> after you. I can't eat an apple. <laughs> they got me flagged down, dude. Third row, get them. <laughs> My uh, I don't really care about like pumpkin shit like that. I, I like, you know what? It's it's all about being in touch with nature. Walking through the nice foliage, breathing in the crisp fall air. That's my, more my vibe. Once the, there's a crisp 
you know, feeling in the air. You get a nice coffee on a Sunday morning. It's like 9 a.m. You set your fantasy lineup and you're like, oh, man, it's quiet. I'm going to walk through the woods right now, sip on this cold brew or this hot coffee. And then, then you're in your zone. That's, the, that's my favorite part of fall. I love that. I love the smell. I'm with you. Especially Sunday morning is what I envision the most. Especially too. I feel like, I don't know, when I was at URI and then a little bit in Newport, just like smelling the air on a Sunday. I can picture myself in a Patriots jersey. Yeah. The sweatshirt underneath and just like game day. You're just bopping around, running errands, just taking it all in. I, I do. Uh, I miss that. It's not the same in Philadelphia on a, a Sunday morning. <laughs> People are just drunk <laughs> at 9 a.m. yelling, go birds. Like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> relax. <laughs> How far we've come, you know? <laughs> So sort of a time. Football jerseys are huge in Orlando. Everybody walks around wearing their rep in their team. Everybody. Really? It's actually kind of cool. Yeah, you go into the store, just like eclectic jerseys. It's crazy. What's the general team out there? Um, a lot of Giants fans. What? Lots really? of Giants fans. Yeah, at Tampa Bay and Miami too. Um, but like out of the picture, definitely Giants fans. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think Miami is probably the number one team around here but yeah man it's it's the giants awesome. good good amount of giants yeah. um by the way shout out to holmberg holmberg orchards that's what it's called gales ferry Canada. oh there you go yeah i know what you mean never been there but i know what you mean found it found it make sure you go check them out it's a good place good apples great apples how many how many types of apples are we talking here what's the uh, there's definitely more than ten. Ooh, that's okay. Those are big boy numbers. Yeah, Fuji, <laughs> Empire, Liberty, McCoon, Macintosh, uh, Macintosh, <laughs> Granny Smith, Granny, on, um, Granny Hall- Smith. Yeah, Halloween. You guys are big. You guys like Halloween, right? Best fucking holiday there is. <laughs> really? As Kanye, oh, as Kanye once said, as as Kanye once said, Halloween is the only time. Uh, people. Ah, oh, never mind. I forgot what he said. <laughs> Hold on. You can say anything, and we probably believe it. I think Halloween stinks. <laughs> I, yeah, I have. I don't know. Do you guys still dress up when you like if you go out or go to parties or some shit? I feel like Halloween is the only party, day I you're would. not in a costume, Kanye West. The uh, the people that throw <laughs> Halloween parties and say if you're not gonna dress up, don't bother coming. I respect me. that. Why not? Uh, like I can't just come. Wait, you gonna show up in that fucking Red Sox sweatshirt, Oliver? That that would be weird. That With a fucking pumpkin spice in your hand. You gotta at least throw. You could pretend to be. I don't know. Patriots coach. Throw on a sweatshirt. <laughs> throw on a fake. Throw on your Xbox set. Your headset that you got on right now. Boom, That's right. That is like the bare minimum. You're good. You got Walking a ref like Matt Patricia. You got a ref shirt. That's fine. True, Matt Patricia's back. We can. That's back on the docket for oh, Patriots fans. Love it. Pencil in the air. <laughs> Steve and I have done that together. Before. Yes. <laughs> matching, matching Matt, Matt Patricia. <laughs> Downtown that's West Philly. That was a. You guys want to talk about the games on Sunday? Because that was. That was tough. It's pretty tough. Uh, yeah, I don't feel good. Not gonna lie. I'm going to the game on Sunday at uh in Pittsburgh, and I. I don't feel comfortable. Now, all of a sudden, I'm like, <laughs> I might bet on the Steelers, honestly. Oh. I do not feel good. It doesn't. <laughs> but, yeah, tough game. Oh, What do you guys think? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just got to say it. All this fucking slander from about Brian Hoyer. 
and he's not oh, here to help you guys out. <laughs> you can go fuck yourselves. Because you would love to have Brian Hoyer right now. Still no. You would love to have him. Brian Hoyer doesn't do shit. Say it. He's a practice. I would love to have Bill O'Brien or any actual offensive coach coaching in the offense would be nice. (laughs) Bro, give me Kevin O'Connell out of retirement at quarterback. I would rather have him than Brian (laughs) Hoyer. Dead ass. (laughs) Dude, facts. Yeah. Man, the slander's real. (laughs) No, I'm just leaning into a harder. You know what? Give me Brian Hoyer as play caller. Yeah, put him as a coach, offensive coordinator. Let's go. Fuck this Joe Judge bullshit. What are you waiting for? Why is Matt Patricia coaching the O-line, which looked awful, and then calling plays, which was even worse? Oh, my goodness. I don't the know, yeah. Patriots O-line is the worst I've seen it in a very, very long time, and I don't know how it's going to get any better. It's not like the Dolphins have an elite pass rush or anything. I don't know. Ollie. That was hard I, you to know, watch. We got to remove our this – is, this is the new vibe, all right? We got to remove – our sentiment of the Patriots right now. We just got to just sit back, relax, and let it happen because I put a lot of faith in this team and watching that game. I'm like, Oh, nah, nah, it's not going to be our year. It's okay. It's okay. We just got to accept it. Just got to remove all faith. And 0-4 against uh, Tua is just wild. That's insane to me. It makes no sense because Tua didn't, it's not like Tua looked good. No, I don't think Tua looked good. He didn't look as bad as people were planning though. Or guessing that he'd be, he did no, a little I mean, better. I no, you're he right. He did. didn't. He no turnovers, right? Did he? I, I mean, he should have had like three, but yeah, yeah but got away. But he wasn't atrocious, but he wasn't good. Or he wasn't great, I should say. I, I, his numbers on paper definitely looked better than where what he actually played. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, a couple ducks. You see that one where Tyreek was wide open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fifteen yards so short or whatever. The the pass to Jalen Waddle at the end of the half was a great pass. Like he, you know, threaded the needle there. Great. Other than that, he never really had any wow throws. He just dinked and dunked, rightfully so. He took what was there, but it's not like he lit the world on fire. And uh, on the flip side, fucking. Mac Jones is hurt now. He's like broke his back already in week one. They have no idea what they're doing on offense. Um, running backs couldn't even feast because the offensive line is so bad. I mean, I hate to be so down on the dumps already, but man, it was, uh, I, I was expecting better. I talked myself into that. It's going to be okay. And all the offseason talk of, you know, Matt Patricia calling plays Patriots have no offensive weapons. It all showed. Tough. Tough. No, it's at least Mac Jones is slinging it a little bit at the end in terms of like, I feel like we didn't even see him do that that much last year of just like throwing some deep balls. Timing of those deep ball calls were questionable. You had that what fourth and one where they, <laughs> they chucked it deep and they got bailed out by a penalty. It's like, oof. Yeah, that was that a makeup was... <laughs> call because in the on the first drive, like Parker was held down so bad he couldn't even jump up. So yeah, uh, you know that was kind of a makeup call in my eyes. But I agree, they're ways away from looking like a team that we thought might make the playoffs, though. Yeah, man. Especially because their schedule isn't exactly easy. Like you said, you have to go into Pittsburgh next week. Who scraped out a win and by the way the end of the one o'clock games what the hell happened that was awesome you had like 30, four or five games that were 13 so tight. teams missed a field goal to win a game that was crazy you falcon and dude we already had a tie how insane is that almost had two really should have had two 
And uh, yeah, Josh, the Falcons falconed. You were right. Yeah. I just thought it would be different. <laughs> I mean, there, there were flashes. I just thought there were, it there would was, be different. There was the sadness the most saddest shit I ever Bro, I even, <laughs> I put that fucking tweet out there. I was like, this is our year. And, you know, it just, it's just not, dude. Like, oh, I, some people just don't learn, I guess. I, I'm one of them. You know what, Josh? Though at least you don't have Matt Ryan fucking doing that shit. Oh, so it that's was a good point. Much better. It was much better to just watch that offense like click. I mean, the defense just shat themselves. I don't know what happened, but yeah. I gotta be honest. With you, I didn't watch much of that game, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about anything anymore. Just Matt, I, but I will say that Matt Ryan, though, please retire, my friend. If you're listening right now, just please end that career, dude. I've been saying it. It's got go. a while now. Did he do that bad? I didn't get to see no. a ton of that. He, a pick. he just looks like shit. By the way, RIP PNB Rock. It's confirmed. Oh, oh wow. no. Wow. Breaking news. Wow. Oh my God. Breaking news on the podcast. Damn, dude. That's terrible. LA Times just tweeted it. Wow. That's fucked up. How old is he? 30. Damn. It's not that cool. Fuck. That's horrible. It's not That's that cool. <laughs> <laughs> also, you missed it by three years. Dude. Speaking of deaths, <laughs> uh, Rip the Queen. Does anyone yeah. have any, any takes about that? That's a. <laughs> uh, let's do my... it. Let's, let's go there. <laughs> oh, Josh, like... are you a big royal family guy? Yeah, I am. I knew you. I knew it. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, big. I was going to ask if I'm supposed to like care about that. We should have done a moment no, of silence to start the pod. It's. <laughs> it's <laughs> can you imagine? I, I don't know. I, I was just raised like that, dude. Like uh, that, it's proper. I don't know. They're just. I like monarchy. I wish there was a king in America. <laughs> Fuck the president. <laughs> Fuck the process. I want blood. Fuck democracy. You want. Let's bring this shit back to the 1700s, baby. Uh, you know, I just don't understand, like, what their role is. Like, what? Like, I, but at the same time, I see where you're coming from, Josh, because I have aunts, uncles, uh, my own parents, well, my mom, not my dad, that are really into, like, the proper old school way of, like, tradition and all that. It's like, oh, right. this, is the, this is the tradition and shit. But... I don't know the American of in me. I must have been a revolutionary back in the day because when I see this English shit, we all have to care. I'm like, I don't care, man. Don't care. That's my. Yeah, that's- I I don't blame anybody for like it. It is like such a different thing from what America goes through. You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. general, and what people normally go through. But I don't know. There's just something to it. Something to like believing in your family and having heirs and like passing down like you said the tradition it's just cool to me i i fucking love it and you kind of see it when you have a reign for i mean that was super long 70 years that is crazy uh, that's it, unbelievable. you just see all those people that it actually impacts dude if <laughs> i mean and it could be media it could be media shadowing the other side of it over in britain but let me just ask you this question and not to get super political if joe biden 
died today, this country would just be split in two. That entire country was united on almost on the from what it seemed like. You know what I'm saying? Like we'd have people going, hell yeah, thank thank goodness the president's dead. And then people that are sad that Joe Biden died. But I don't over know. there, over there, it, it just I like that about it that it like the, the monarchy and what they feel about the family, it brings everybody together. Because there's all this common ground of we all want this country to be better. Well, they do. The the Brits do have a big time respect for for the Queen over there, and I think out of all of them, because you have these you have these weird this weirdo shit that's happened. You get the Princess Diana controversy shit. You have well, uh, <laughs> you got that's a whole the whole the whole different story too with King Charles. It's like he was the face of controversy in the, with that family. Right. So it's like now it's awkward. Because it's yeah. like everybody fucking knew it, you know. Uh, I don't know. If you want to give respect, like, like I, like this is the way I viewed it too. Like, if anybody deserves respect out of that family, it's definitely the queen, because oh, yeah. she's been like seventy years, dude. We'll never see that again, probably. Like, she's like that's that's unbelievable. But but now and it's f- like who like for at least for me, I'm like oh fucking who cares? Congrats. All right, here we go, Charles. Fucking okay, and then. William and you got Prince Harry being a weirdo and all that. Yeah. I no, yeah, I just think the whole concept of royalty is kind of outdated and weird, but that is what it is, I guess. Yeah, it's just you see out a plan. And I know it's not like <laughs> it's kind of like what uh some people want in this country, but I'm not gonna get into that. Who is the king of this podcast? <laughs> one true king, and it's Josh. It's Josh. No. That's, Josh. That's true. Josh is the one true king. No. Yeah, but dude, shout out to Queen Elizabeth. What a life, dude. You, I watched this thing on HBO about her, about like, how, you know, when she got into power and stuff. Holy shit, dude! Since she she visited freaking Guam, she out there in the Easter Islands, Marshall Islands, all that shit, like. She was brave, man. She, she obviously the Commonwealth. She's she was an ambassador for all that. Uh, that's pretty impressive. But brought a lot of people together, a lot of different types of people, different countries. Uh, and I just like we're sitting here talking about it right now. We don't have to go in depth about it. But the fact that it even came up, like it, that's just how much she meant. You know? What yeah. I mean? We're a podcast that. It's dedicated to talking about video games and sports, and we're talking about the queen. It just tells you like how important she was. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No, that's fair. As an Irish, as someone who's Irish, <laughs> I, I kind of yeah, that was <laughs> also a bad time. <laughs> also a bad time in history. Yeah. Uh, but it it was like she shook the hand of that you know IRA guy and. Well, it was like five years ago or something like that. And it felt like there was a little bit of that oh, tenseness, like broken. Like she was kind of like a pioneer with that. If there was a problem, it might take a little bit to get there, but she would get it done, you know, like fix it, like fix the tension, fix this, fix that. It was, it was never, she was never a person that went out of her way to just say no, you know? How about her corgis, too? I didn't know she had corgis. Like a whole fleet of them, right? <laughs> yeah, she was a breeder. That's wild. What? Imagine that. I don't. That'd be. That's a lot to put on your next of kin. It's like, As hey, by the lot. way. You leave a whole squad of <laughs> a whole squad of corgis. 
Dude, shout out to not corgis. I, I'm not a big fan of those kind of dogs, by the way. How do you they're cute. That? I think they're cute. What's they your of... what's your power ranking of, of small dogs? Top five. Dachshund number one. Dachshund number one. Okay. Two. Dachshund's Amber, right, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out okay. to shout out to Bobby. How do you feel about French Bulldogs? I guess that's another. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. French Bulldogs, cool. Ooh, little little I fight think... happening right now in the Broncos game, by the way. Yeah, Jamal I think a, Adams, number one fake tough guy. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Calls himself the president. Get the fuck over it. Way. President of what? President of the Pacific Northwest. Congrats, bro. Yeah, sure. <laughs> those jerseys are sick, though. I'd like those. Uh, I I would Bulldogs are my number one. I don't know the rest of my my power rankings, but French Bulldogs are up there. But I love a I love a bulldog that's bred not to live. They're just so fucking cute. <laughs> oh my god! Three years of quality of life. Like yeah, it's just like they can barely breathe just normally. Just <laughs> get, walking on flat surfaces and they're huffing and puffing. Just, oh, but they're yeah. just so cute. You know what I don't like is a beagle. Sorry. Oh my god, I dude, hate Gina that. hates beagles. Why do people hate beagles? I think they're I, cute. I, I love loud mouth. Yeah. No, that yeah. they look looks fine, but they are the most annoying breed I've ever. They are. Agreed. They sound, their sounds. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. I kind of think it's funny, but oh, yeah. God. Never been a louder mouth. They're not a, actually. They're not as bad as Shih Tzus. I have a new found new hatred for Shih Tzus because of my neighbor. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like I can't go outside without that dog barking at me. You know what's the weird ones too? Is those little weird white ones that like I don't know what they are, but they their face is always kind of dirty. You know what I'm saying? What am I talking about? Like, like the, Pomer- Pomeranian? Is that the right thing? Maybe the puffy uh, ones. The big like Pomeranians too. Freeze or whatever. Oh, I don't. I, I I don't know. I don't think it's what you're talking about. But shout out to miniature schnauzers, by the way. Have you ever played around with one of those? Those things are smart as hell. They're fun. I've never, I don't think I have. You know what? You know what's a good dog is those little fucking, um, oh, dude, shout out King Charles. Is King Charles Sp- Spaniel, right? Whatever it is, right? Or ki- so King something Cavalier. <laughs> what am I saying? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, don't Cavalier. Know. Uh, King Charles Cavalier. I don't know. Do you want me to bring the dog? Yeah, dude, here's the thing Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Ho ho! What's up, motherfuckers? Those are cute dogs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever. Dude, best dogs. Those dogs are so nice and sweet. Dude, King Charles. Which which King Charles was that motherfucker? Charles II. Hello. In 1630. Hey, yo. Nice. I a dog named after you. That's kind of sick. Dude. You should be a Queen Elizabeth Chihuahua. <laughs> I hate Black Chihuahua. shoes all bark, no bite. See yeah. what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Dedicated from Ireland. <laughs> Sent in to her funeral. <laughs> oh, God. You know what I saw today too? She had a funeral in Scotland. Yes. What? So why? She summered there every year. She made it a point to have a connection to Scotland and keep that. So like, she, okay. Uh, tie so close. I don't know. She, if she's. I forget if she's from there. Originally, like if her family line is from there. Like, but she, her like main like her favorite place was Balmoral, and that's in Scotland. I think that's where she died too. Oh, I just watched Terry Francona get ejected from the game. Just, I just saw that too. Of... He is pissed. I fucking <laughs> miss him, dude. Oh Me too. What a Would legend. you? Okay, are we gonna do another one here? Or are we just keeping it at this? We've got two minutes. Up to uh, you guys. We can do another one. Let's do like another. 50. Whoa, he's really getting mad. Whoa, whoa. Oh what? yeah, he's pissed off, dude. Holy Big shit, take. Hold him back. I wouldn't hate for Terry Francona to come back to the Red Sox. How could you not? Like, 
But in terms of like core out, Franco Nan, that's to that level. Like in an ideal world where he doesn't hate ownership and ownership doesn't Correct. hate him. Yeah. Correct. No, you're right. The bridge has been burned, so that's not possible. Right. Um. But but yeah, I'd I be agree. I, I, there's a world out there where Terry Francona never left and we are still, we still are blessed with him every day. Would you walk through that black hole and end up in that universe if you could? <laughs> yeah, probably. Why not? Me too. Terry's a man. He was, he was a scapegoat. Wrongly so. Typical Red Sox ownership fucking things up. Classic. You got dragged hard, heavy. Whoa. Too, you cool. seeing this? Dude, look at the pair getting all mad. This is, if you guys aren't watching this, I don't have the volume on, so I don't know exactly what's going on. But uh, yeah, it's been it's an intense inning. I have the Angels in this game too. So this umpire starting to fight vested with interest. Phil Nevin and Francona. This is a lot of fun. All right, you want to see them in Blake and Red Sure. Yo, yo. It's the one true host, and I'm back. Just want to say, really, we found out mid podcast that unfortunately PNB Rock did not survive the gunshot wound. And I'm a very big fan of PNB Rock, and I am very sad right now. So, shout out to PNB, bro. Too many rappers dying. Unnecessary. Shout out to G Baby, James Murphy, Jake Ruthier, and motherfucking Alex Fava. And don't forget, Lance the G. R.I.P. PNB. All right, we're back after another phenomenal Steve talk. Steve talks um, intermission. Good job, Steve. Yeah, right. Fire per usual. Um, I think we have kind of a. We were just wrap, wrapping up uh, watching Terry Francona get ejected live. Absolutely electric ejection by the <laughs> goat. Um, but transition that into fantasy football seg- segment. Um, you we know, we're eat. so. We're so popular in big stream now. We're getting fantasy football DM advice. It only took us four years and I mean, plateauing in the listens, but we are finally here. <laughs> Someone has asked us a question. I was going to say, first, any, any big takeaways from, from this week of, of fantasy before we, we dive into the question here? What are, your, what are your initial thoughts? A couple of you have made trades in some fantasy leagues that we're in. Just kind of curious on the... Uh, the mindset there. Steve is one of them. I don't know if Josh or Oliver made any Shocker. after post day one trades. I don't think so, but I have not made deals. However, um, Saquon looks like RB one. How, how long that will go. We will see. Um, Justin Jefferson, really, really good. As far as QBs <laughs> go. London. Drake London looks awesome. was, was nice. There were some good rookie wide receivers out there. Um, for my my sake, I have a couple of Drake London shares, so I hope that he keeps that volume going. That Falcons offense, I think, is actually going to be pretty pretty not elite by any means, but they're going to get theirs. They've got yeah. a fun little system over there. Cordell Patterson looked really good for again for whatever reason. Don't get it, but it works. The system. Any big surprises or disappointments from your week one fantasy, even if it's just guys that were on your teams that you really noticed of like, holy shit, they did absolutely nothing. And guys that you like didn't expect to like actually perform. I guess Aaron Rodgers probably are my number one, at least in terms that's, of what that's fuck? who I was going to say too. Aaron Rodgers yeah. was a dud. Dud. Major dud. And Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts let me down week one, but I'm not worried about him. Yeah. He is yeah. me. How about this one? My big 
my big uh, confirmation is that Michael Carter has the role in New York as as running back. I I don't understand. I didn't understand the whole Brees Hall like high draft, you know, area. But he was getting like drafted in the sixth round, seventh round of a lot of drafts I was in, and it, to me, I, I I don't know. I just oh, I thought Michael Carter like had the role already, and then you know confirmed it's true. Michael Carter is the guy in New York, and I think that'll remain that way this year. Obviously, there's going to be a, a share, but if I it was pretty close to 50 50, though, I will say that because I, I was with you. But yeah. right, what was it like 20 and 18 in terms of rushes or snaps? I don't know, not snaps, but Michael like, Carter was definitely more effective in the passing and rushing game for them. Yeah, no, I think especially the, the where you could get him in drafts, like that's way better value for sure. Um, actually, how do you guys feel about you see uh, our, our friend of the program, Ray Prater, going, <laughs> going to town on uh, trying to validate in motion L2 James Robinson stock. I don't understand why those two were so obsessed with James Robinson over um, Travis Etienne, but they really are. Um, do you guys have any, any takes there? Who's the, who's the running back in the Jags backfield that you'd rather have as an Etienne stand in fantasy? Uh, I was believing he looked like he was seeing some freaking ghosts out there, man. I'm not going to lie tripping over himself like i it, wild wild stuff from travis etienne easy easy touchdown drop too oh man i don't know if you I, saw that yeah I, I i didn't see that was All that, that the one said, that he tripped on or no no he he was just i think it was like fourth and goal from the three yard line he was wide open in the flat and he just dropped it that yeah, being said I don't know. first, first game though, isn't first it? game like- jitters um, I'd Could still be. rather, and I like James Robinson in general, but off an injury, I'd they're both off injuries, I guess, technically, right? But I'd rather have Etienne personally, still. I, th- I think I would too, but it is a good question because even if they share the workload, how are they, if Etienne's not going to be a receiving back, which I feel like he has to be, uh, right. you know, like that's going to be tough if he just can't figure it out, so. And James Robinson can kind of do it all. He's kind of not, they're basically the same guy. And James Robinson's just a little bigger. Yeah. You know, shout out James Robinson and shout out to uh, Ray for being a bitch ass uh, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, Ray, you hear this. I know you're not going to, but uh, I'm going to tweet out to you so you, you can find this. And if you actually do listen, uh, tweet back. Um, Josh is the king of SSBT, and I will Venmo you a dollar. Hey, why am I the king? The king, the one true king. The one true king. Sorry, Josh is one. You're the one true host. Yes, I know, but Josh. is But we also need a king. (laughs) Yes, Josh is the host. (laughs) All over. All over. Like, yeah. (laughs) All right, all right. right. For this question, though, by the way, I I feel bad now that I made this guy wait forty minutes of this podcast for this (laughs) this nugget of an advice question Um, for a fantasy trade. What are your thoughts on trying to trade away CD Lamb? Saw the game last night, and I, I'm just adding here. Was not impressed by CD Lamb. Obviously, is Gabe Davis too much to ask for him? What do you guys think of that in terms of trading out CD Lamb and asking for Gabe Davis? Is that a good offer? Is that are you asking for too much? Or are you asking too for too little? What do you think? Again, we don't know like what format. Let's assume half PPR, PPR, okay. something like that. Here's a here's a take. I don't want either of those guys. Drop them. <laughs> Don't drop them. Um, depending on the structure of your team, personally, yeah, I'd probably sell CD Lamb, but I don't want to sell 
low enough where like I I don't know. Gabe Davis had a great first game, but I don't believe in him long term person. Wow. So so Ollie's a fucking hater of Steve. Gabe I Davis. thought that trade you made was bad. Tell me why. Because I think you gave away the better running back and better receiver in that deal. Let's give context here. What was the trade? It was DeAndre Swift and Chris Godwin for Gabe Davis and Fournette. 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 Yeah. Now, immediately. So just so you know, you have Josh Allen, Gabe Davis now. Yep. That's that's cool. Makes it a little bit better. I agree about Swift. Versus how could Fournette. you? How could you trade? I see, Swift I don't. After looking at like he looked so good. Swift looks great. Swift is an obvious RB1. But I think so. By the way, I was trying to trade with for Gabe Davis all weekend with Sosa, and he was just giving me hard no, hard no, hard no, no, fuck off. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to send you a trade that you can't deny. And he still just says no. So then I'm like, all right, fuck it. Then I forgot that I said that to him, and I'm watching the Bucks game. And he fucking and he says, "Hey, you see, I just accepted your trade." I'm like, "Which one?" Because I sent him like five. <laughs> I go on like, "I'm like, oh my god, the Swift one. Oh no!" Because he goes, "He's like, give me Swift," and I, and I try to make it so I could get him with Swift. Oh man, that was such a bad idea. But I, it, I, I don't fully hate it. Did I want to do that trade? Not really. I'm not fucking jumping for joy. But uh, I. So you got rid of Chris Godwin? Yeah. Oof. I know, and and Swift and DeAndre Swift. I don't okay. care about DeAndre Swift. Not a big DeAndre Swift guy myself. I think I'm that's not... going to be hit or miss every couple of weeks. <laughs> What's his rate for murder? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my that's God. That's true. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge Swift guy either, but, man, he looked really, really good this week. So I'm Chris Godwin of, I'm... looked explosive. But, yo, dude, he Better got hurt, expected. though. He got hurt. He fucking okay. – he, he, he did get hurt. And I will say, Fournette also looked better than I thought he was going to look. Fournette is a dog. Fournette he, looked like kind of a fucking tank. He he. So did Julio. So did Julio. But Julio, we know Julio will play five games. I don't know, he man. He looks good, like physically. He, he walked looks off good. limping like three times last night. I, I, I'm just saying. All right, back to this guy's question though. What, what do you guys think in terms of CD Lamb for Gabe yeah. Davis? Do you guys are you in on CD Lamb? Do you? I I I lean towards. I think it's too early to sell on CD Lamb. I think he's got the hype. Depends on what the quarterback situation is for the Cowboys, right? A little murky right now. But um, I think Gabe Davis is a fair ask. I don't. I think you could ask for more than Gabe Davis because you've got like too. opposite guys on the spectrum. You've got Gabe Davis overperformed his draft stock, probably inflated a little bit. And then you got CeeDee Lamb, total opposite, where it's like underwhelming as hell, but you know he's better than that. So it's like I think you could get a little bit more if you want. If you're out on both guys, like Oliver said, maybe you try to flip CeeDee Lamb for a running back if that fits with your, your team build. But um, I don't know. Where, where are you guys at on that? CD Lamb above or below Gabe Davis in terms of draft value or trade value? I totally agree with what you said with trade value because you have this early in the year. This is how I view trades. This right now, all value is based on how your draft went when it comes to trades. So me trading Swift for Fournette. Fournette was drafted before uh, Swift, so I feel okay trading Swift for him. Right now, CD probably a top fifteen pick in this context Gabe Davis is going anywhere between the fourth round and the seventh round so you know there's a lot of guys that are comparable to him that draft stock wise that you could probably switch out for however Gabe Davis looks sick and everyone kind of feels like they're seeing Gabe Davis about to break out with that being said 
when you draft someone like CD that early, even with Dak getting hurt, I think that you have to ask for at least one more piece uh, than Gabe Davis. You could definitely go for Gabe, but also ask for one more thing. If you are, and you can't show your hand, that's how trading, you know, if you want to trade right, because if you're showing a panic face of, oh my God, CD's going to suck. I know it. Because we, we all kind of have that sick feeling when we see Cooper Rush out there throwing fucking 10 feet over the top of CD Lamb's head. But you got to know that someone else is willing to be to pay for for the pedigree of CD. So you got to fucking get more, even though he's not probably worth it. That's my full answer. Shop around. Shop around a little bit. Get paid. Get paid for what you think. Because like just, it's too early to, to not to take a discount. Gabe Davis is he's gonna be solid. He's gonna be better than last year. He's not gonna be as good as he was opening week every week. That's obviously not realistic, but he has Josh Allen compared to Cooper Ruck for the net Cooper Rush compared to the next six day weeks. Is your team good enough to hang on until Dak gets back to make the playoffs? That's what you gotta think about. It's true. And someone like Gabe Davis, you could be looking at someone that's like a Randall Cobb type to a Jody Nelson back in the day too. Someone that's kind of unheralded. That this is how I view Gabe Davis right now. I think he's. I think the breakout could could really happen this year. This is this is the time for it to happen. And if I'm wrong, then fuck it. But I think that if anybody to break out on that team with Josh Allen looking like an MVP candidate out the gate with all that hype, I think obviously Stephon Diggs is the wide receiver one. But it's just as important to have a second receiver or gadget type player. And that's a perfect guy for that bills team. And I think that he will outplay his draft stock and he might put up better numbers than CD in the long run. But if you're trading CD, you got to get more than Gabe Davis right now. I, and that uh, just to build off your, what you said, Steve, like Gabe Davis, you, you said it, it kind of, but then go into it. Stefan Diggs is the wide receiver one. Teams are going to have to double this guy. Uh, they're going to have to. He's very good. And to have a number two that's not equal to, but very good in general, that can run routes and do his thing, it's huge in an offense like that. So when you're taking that extra defender away, I mean, just thinking about coaching, who's the next guy? I mean, I was big on Dawson Knox. He didn't do shit last week. But that's because Gabe Davis got those touches. You know, like, I, I feel like he is going to be very good, but I also believe in C.D. Lamb. I, I'm i going to say this too, coaching point, saw it all game from C.D. Lamb. Dude, the dude's got to close the door. He's got to close the door. He's got to close his hands. Every catch he went for, his hands were on the side of the ball. Like he's just trying to like glove it, like glove it and just mat his hands together. Like if he closes that door, man, he catches half of those balls because all the drops were like literally right in front of him in his like, like, uh, what do they call that? Like their tr the triangle there, his shoulders uh, and down to like his numbers, every ball that he dropped. So, like, if he closes his hands and just finds the ball, he's going to be better. So, like, I don't know what to say because CeeDee Lamb could be incredible. But is he going to have Dak throwing to him too now? So, there's a lot of different things. Um, if Dak's not playing, I'd say go with CD, I, I'd go with uh, Gabe Davis, you know, and try to get something a little bit more because I still believe that CeeDee Lamb is a wide receiver one. Kind of like you guys have been saying too. I think Dak's like fucked. It. I think Dak. Is it's just another thing, too, right? You, you got to think about it. They're thinking about Cam Newton. There's a rumor. 
No. Oh God! If they bring in Cam Newton, then you definitely trade CD Lamb. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because they're not throwing the ball. Actually, <laughs> Zeke looked him. pretty good. Him. Zeke <laughs> did look CD. pretty good. Zeke did look good. I was very surprised. Career yeah. renaissance with Steve no longer invested in in him and Michael Thomas. <laughs> Michael, Thomas? Michael Thomas balled out too. Dude, I can't. Yo, my brain was like tweaking. <laughs> I, I was over I, even with Zeke, dude. I, I, it's okay, but Michael Thomas like balling out the way he did. I'm like, oh my, I'm gonna lose it, dude. I'm gonna fucking lose it. I, and I have him. I have him in one league, and it's a league that like isn't really a league. It's like like guys are all like together, like oh, want to be in the league, like the last second kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't have him in any valuable leagues that I care about. And I'm really, really sad. And you're I, itching, itching that itch, aren't you? Oh my god! And and <laughs> the sad part is, like, in football, I have no fucking like filter with trades. Like, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of bad when it comes to trading in football. I, I recognize that. So, what oh, makes like, you say that? The fact you traded away Jefferson and Jonathan Taylor last year, Jamar Chase, and also Devontae oh, Adams. Oh, hey, Jamar wait, hold on. Wait, yo, let's let's run it back. I, I traded Devontae. This Adams. is the last two years, right? Yes. So people have traded away. I've had Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, um, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, Jefferson. Uh, oh, shit, dude. I had oh, like the- Saquon Barkley. Um, yeah, well, Saquon wasn't really much the past couple of years. I had Derrick Henry. I let him go. Uh, the, the, the one that blew my mind was the fact you traded Justin Jefferson for Keenan Allen. Out of all the Keenan Allen shit talk you did. Wait, is that, that wasn't my was that? Yeah, it was. That was your... You did that. No. Last year. <laughs> did I really? Not like in Josh Jefferson's rookie season, you did that. Uh, no, I, no, 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 no. I traded... I traded Justin Jefferson for Jonu Smith, dude. What? That's, that's what that trade was, yeah. His rookie <laughs> year. That's how bad. Even yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah, dude. No, that but that was like Jonu Smith last year as a Titan, and and I needed a Titan really bad, and Jefferson was kind of a, a bench guy in that moment. But still, wow. no excuse. You shouldn't One have said of, that. Yeah, it's probably the worst trade ever ha- that ever happened. That was like th- what three years ago? No, two. When was Jonu a this Titan? Is, this, this is Jefferson's uh, third season. Was Johnny with Tate? Yeah, I guess he was two years ago. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, that that happened, guys. But I, then I traded Jamar Chase, but I traded him for Jefferson in that deal, so I don't feel so bad. Yeah, because that was an interesting triangle of trades, right? Because you did Saquon for Jamar Chase. I think okay, you, did yeah. you get Swift too last year. Uh, At some point, he owned. I guess everybody in the league. Basically. I've owned pretty much everybody. Yeah. I fucking so I traded. You're right about uh, Jamar for Saquon because I wanted Jamar from Sosa, and then he was just like he was out on him, and then all of a sudden he did that. I was like Sosa, like what? Right, he traded me Jamar, and then I was, I was like, asking him for about Jamar Chase for weeks. Then I traded Jamar immediately for Saquon, and that was like a stupid ass deal. Oh shit! What was the fucking? How did I get Jefferson back then? Yeah, I gotta find out. Near the end of the year, did you do Jamar for Jefferson? No, no, I traded Jamar. Let's see. Oh, sorry. So I, I just did... don't trade in fantasy football. I genuinely believe in every guy I draft. Yeah, so essentially, if you're listening, don't take Steve's trade advice. 
it, but um, do take my trade offers. If I send you something, you better, you better run to that fucking thing. Because that guy is a superstar. Even if it looks bad, it, you're gonna we're gonna win out that lead. <laughs> oh god. Um, and also before we wrap up, shout out Joey. Uh, Joey texted me the other day and said he's listening. I can't remember what it was about, but uh, he said he's listening to the podcast, so that was cool. Thanks, Joey. <gasps> Hell yeah. Shout out to him. Yo, I tra- I traded Elijah Mitchell for Justin Jefferson. <gasps> Whoa. Wow, that's pretty uh, crazy. To who? Wait, to Oliver! No, that was a trade back thing, remember? I owned Justin Jefferson for a week and I traded him back to you. I remember oh, that's that. Right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Sorry. Um, that was <laughs> a rental. That's right. We had that. Yeah. Uh, Keenan Allen. I traded Keenan Allen for Jefferson straight to Jake Morocco. See? See? I knew it. That's what no, I said at the beginning. No, no. Well, I had. I. But I traded Keenan for Jefferson. I didn't trade Jefferson for Keenan. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, that's I got crazy. Oh, I got him. For, that's how so wild. Keenan, how'd I have Keenan, though? Because I didn't. From me, I thought. Yeah. And then you flipped them right away for Jefferson. That's what it was. Dude, we were at the Muse when that happened. Right. That was a that was crazy that moment. That's right. Well, I could fuck up a Pink Panther Calzone right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Shout out the Muse. Shout what? out the Muse. What's in that? I forgot. It's uh, it's, uh right pulled board. Yeah. No, it's um Pink Vodka sauce. Pink vodka, vodka sauce, Pajuto, oh. uh yeah. I'm thinking of the pig pasta. Pen. I think that's yeah, what it's pig called. Pen. Pig <laughs> pen's good too. Do you ever get prosciutto in friggin' Florida? No. They have it out I, there? Dude, uh, yeah. Yeah, they do. But it's, it's so just, expensive. You know it's crazy. <laughs> There's no like local, you know, I'd go to like Bruno's or some shit. Yeah. You know, like it, when I lived up there, like for soupy and all that stuff, man. But there's nothing like that here. It's all. You know, big stores, Publix, and well, yeah, you guys don't have Publix. I fucking love Publix. That place is awesome. Was that like okay. it's a stop and shop? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's much, it's much better, much better. Um, very good sandwiches. Closest pub thing sub. I can get. Yeah, pub sub, great, great See? grinders. I don't know. Uh, where I go. Which, if you go in there and ask for a grinder, I got the weirdest fucking look. <laughs> uh, can't say that. Um, but closest thing I can get to like reels, dude. I love reels. I miss reels. I used to get a reels sandwich all the time. A reels oh. grinder. Yeah, I I gotten so used to saying sandwich because I can't say grinder. Dude, fuck I, the haters about that word, man. Grinder. I, all day well, they day. just don't know what you mean. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, even here is just smokies. Yeah, I can't. I can't weird. say grinder. It's shout out to Sosa who had a. a true philly cheese i had not even really this weekend he said he wanted a true philly cheesesteak we go to this place that i've had their cheesesteak all the time i don't know it's a good one you get it with the, the cheese whiz he gets up there and he asks the girl like what she recommends and she gives him like a shroom like one and again it's got it's got like the steak on it still but with like mushrooms and i think swiss cheese and lettuce what? and like some arugula lettuce. bro, bro sounds good doing? I mean, he said it was really good, but still, he said he wanted like a true Philly cheesesteak. Like that isn't. That's <laughs> not it. Yeah. You want the greasy as hell, like seeded roll with some, some whiz, but yeah, shit your brains out in three seconds. <laughs> 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 the full experience. <laughs> 
By the way, I traded Oliver. I traded Elijah Mitchell to you for Keenan Allen. Then yes. trades. Then I trade Keenan straight for Jefferson. Yes. So that was so. That was a win. Absolutely. It's Thank a rare. You. It's a rare win by your boy. I'm, you know what though? I feel like I've atoned for my sins and fucksticks to James Rooney by trading him every generational player ever. Like, let's no. see in football. I've traded oh, James, in football in football in football. Yeah, I've traded him. Okay, so this team right here, I traded him Jonathan Taylor, David Montgomery, Devontae Adams, uh, Daryl Henderson, Marquise Brown. I traded all those guys to him last year. Let's see, in in the past, let's see. Let's go. I've traded him an un. I've traded him a treasure trove of fucking players. So I don't want to fucking hear it, Connor. Doesn't count unless it happens in baseball league, and you that's, know it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, look, I traded him. Look at this. In this one, I traded him Derrick Henry. Uh, let's see, I traded him fucking. Wow, what happened to Callen Kalen Ballage? Remember that guy? But whatever his name is, remember that guy? That, uh, he's on the fucking Chargers, I think. Yeah, is, is he? he in the league? Oh, that was a guy. Hey, by the way, the Seahawks look fucking good. So fuck you guys for saying <laughs> yeah. that. I was it? saying it before Early the podcast momentum. for Early content momentum. for context <laughs> for everybody. I said the Seahawks will cover. You know what? I'm just gonna say they're gonna win out right now. So you know, just a little right before halftime take. Gino looks confident right now. Dang. Oh, they they look the good. Broncos look, look undisciplined. Is Russell Wilson a piece of trash? Am I just like completely like blind to like I life? Really never liked him. He's a, kind of a tool, but I don't know if I would call him a piece of trash. I mean, he's just like a weirdo, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't <know>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I feel like he'd be like the corniest person you knew if you like yeah. were friends with him. You'd be Mr. like, bro, Mr. Like, Mr. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, I mean, bro, come on, relax. I kind of enjoy his corniness though. Like he, I feel like he embraces how fucking corny he is. Like he's like a, he's like been like a dad his whole life, you know? Yeah. Like it's not a bit. That's the thing, right? Well, like that's just how he is, which I do appreciate that. At least he's like being true to himself and just like he's just the most cringy dude you've ever fucking heard. Of. <laughs> I think I feel like Patrick Mahomes has that in him too. He, I feel like he he could end up being a cornball in about like five years when he has a kid. Finally, he's gonna be like a fucking corny ass guy too. <laughs> All right, you guys have any closing takes on this fine uh, Monday evening? Closing take, Oliver and I make a trade before next week in football. Ultimate League. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to throw a baseball take out there. Yes. After listening to the name Redacted Pod, uh, I am all in on trading Chris Sale. (gasps) With a prospect to get rid of the money and signing Judge or DeGrom, dude, absolutely, please God, I'm all in. What level prospect love, are we talking? Love the I, idea. I didn't listen so to they it, they basically said it was like six to eleven or something, six to twelve, something like that, uh, in the organization. So okay. just to offload the money, I'm with it. I loved that idea when I first heard it. Thirty mil off the book, sure. Who's taking that? I I mean, it's Chris Sale. I don't know. Somebody might. Bring him home, White Sox. Bring him home. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't, I don't think anybody would take it, but it would be know. something to shop. Padres? Padres could be frisky where they're just like 
getting crazy again. <laughs> True. It's Gino time. Sorry. True. The Padres I, are kind of just loose cannons. They are. It's I'll take Tatis. Sale for Tatis. Who says no? What about Crone? Give me Cronenworth. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I'd fucking keep play, him. Play him everywhere. Steve's fever dream. Or <laughs> I would. I would. I guess happy fan. <laughs> Shout out to Cronenworth, man, for real. I like what? that take though. That's yeah. I could see that. I wonder Dude, what prospect that would be. Is that like Jeter Downs territory of six to twelve ish? Um, no, he's lower than that now. I think. I think he's kind of exiting that conversation because he's even batting like 184 in AAA. Yeah, he, so, uh, he didn't really do it. Yo, I don't know who that would be. I think that uh, Blaze Jordan. I don't know. Yeah. Blaze Jordan's climbing fast. Yeah, he's only 19. Degrom's coming to the Red Sox. I really, I really believe that. Actually, I actually, I think that. That we're saving up for Degrom. You think so? I yep. think it's Judge. I really do. I'm all in. I'm all in I, on the I idea. Would, I would take Judge over anybody. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be so. I'd buy his jersey day one. Uh, yeah, I would too. Fuck I wouldn't it. look back. Remember, remember Josh when, when like Cano was signing with the Mariners? Like, yo, we're getting his fucking jersey right now. Yeah, no. <laughs> just for the fucking memes. But we didn't do it. Crazy. And rightfully so. No, we didn't. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but- I want that'd be sick to get to Grom, by the way. But it would also a product of uh, Stetson University down in that's a Hatters, Florida, right? Florida, yeah. The Mad Hatters. Do you know how deep that like their baseball like roster of alumni is? It's crazy, especially pitching. There's some nasty I, pitchers. I looked it up recently for um, a particular person that actually follows our pod, Lenny DiNardo. I did not know he was a Stetson dude. And then I like stumbled upon like, oh yeah, all these other guys. It is insane. You got Degrom, yeah. Kluber, Logan Gilbert. There's another young like pitcher too that came out of there. That is just wild to me. That's so cool. It's just such yeah. a random college too that like I never heard <laughs> yeah. of until I started betting on college basketball. It's the only reason I even know Sets University exists. About thirty minutes away from me. Um, it, so when Degrom had his uh, rehab start in Daytona. That place was packed because it's only like another 20 minutes away from uh, the land where Stetson is. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Emmanuel Classe, by the way, insane baseball player. If we're talking about nasty pitchers. That dude is different. He looks pretty cool. Different. How are the Guardians still relevant? I don't understand that. I I don't don't get it, dude. Speaking of Corey Kluber, too, that's who they traded, right? For Corey Kluber? Yeah, right. Like, Klasse was in that deal, really? I don't no, think I knew yeah. that. Well, Klasse was from the Padres, I think, right? Or no? No, he's from the Rangers. Let me confirm. I or Wait. He, was, he came from the Rangers to the Guardians. I don't know where he was before that. but He's only 24 years old. Before we log off. You're right. Rangers are right. That's right. Damn, I thought he was a Padres. I can't believe the Cubs. Oh, are here the we Mets go. Too. Traded by the Rangers with Delina the Shields. But he was signed by the Padres, sent Class A to the Rangers for Brett Nicholas. Oh, well, that was worth it. Player to be named <laughs> later. <laughs> Who the fuck is Brett Nicholas? <laughs> I've never heard that name in my life. <laughs> the, he, Brett Nicholas. I think Class A was the player to be named later, it sounds like. In, in the deal for Brett Nicholas. So good job, San Diego. 
as right, much yo. talent as they bring in, they fucking piss away a ton. Yeah. Just, he want to talk about players to be named. You ready for this? You guys can get this. I will drop dead on the ground to start doing the stop, drop, and roll like I'm on fire. Ready? Like Ty Montgomery. Yeah. That, that was a great first touchdown, by the way. That was so ugly and just like so embarrassing. Like that's how you just first score your first touchdown of the yep. year. Roll into the end zone like that. But <laughs> All right. So my question is, do you guys remember when Buster Posey got like fucking annihilated at the plate and was like out for the year? Remember that whole thing? Yeah, did yeah. he like break his collarbone or something? Yep. yep. If you can tell me who hit him, I will I will do a triple axle. What back team was it? At the time, he was on the Angels. Not that it matters because he's a complete, absolute nobody. No, <laughs> no offense, no offense, but I found out his name. I'm like, wait, who? Like for real though, I never even heard of the guy. So, is Sad there a deep. team that we would know he was on? Know him from? I don't think you. I just don't think you guys. I just think we even know the name. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, your hint. Uh, I'm just gonna try to say it. his first name is Scott. Okay. <laughs> Scott Foster, RIP. No, Scott Frost, I'm thinking of. Scott, Scott yeah. Foster died? Like, no, oh, my no. God. Wait, wait, wrong, wait. wrong Scott. NBA playoffs are going to be way more predictable. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Nebraska football for actually doing the right thing and firing Scott Frost. Right. Like, he needed to go. It is crazy, though. Connor was saying if they waited three games, they would have saved $15 million. That's you wild that though, they were like, dude. nope, not worth it. Like in terms of the buyout, <laughs> that's crazy to me. Uh, it up. is crazy because that's a lot of money in college football, but I don't blame them one bit yeah. because they could still salvage a little bit. You got to think right. like all the recruiters and everything else, like getting kids to go there. You got to, you got to do the right thing. They can't just lose games like that. I will say <laughs> Scott Cervais. <laughs> Great guess. No. <laughs> No, he was the thing, right? He was way. Wasn't there that. like a Scott Scherzer or something like that? It is a weird last name like that. Not Scherzer though, but it's it's a it's a member of your family. That's the that's the uh, Scott mother. Clo- close, <laughs> kind of same same track. Getting warmer. Scott daughter. Nope. Scott Martin. No, no, Scott no. Father. Gilly Smart. Yep. Josh, you guys are on it, but not Scott not son. No. <laughs> God, <Uncle>. stepson. <laughs> Stepmom? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Fairchild. Scott Cousin. Scott! Oh, wow. Never heard that guy's name in my life. <laughs> Scott Cousin. Me neither. <laughs> you guys learned. He fucking had two home runs in his career. And he, let's see what he's doing now. He is an area scout for the A's now. Oh, well. Scott I did not him. expect you to say that. I thought you were going to say he's selling insurance. I, yo, Doug Marabelli, that's what he does. Right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> What'd you get? That is really? so cool. Yeah. Imagine that you're doing like you you had a major league career and then you're like next career. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Good. You calling in a Doug. Hey, Doug. Uh, <laughs> I got a knuckler for you. I, my car just got hit. Actually, there's a dude who uh, I kind of I don't I haven't met him yet, but he works with my company and I could have a, an overlap with him because one of my buddies has, I don't know, become friends with him, but played uh, minor league baseball with Aaron Judge. He went up through the Yankee system a bit. He, like, has Judge's number and shit. Shit. Isn't that wild? And so he's just, like, he's, like, in his late 20s now, uh, maybe early 30s, but just, like, <laughs> just works in sales and just, like, I don't know, just wines and dines and tells people baseball stories. 
Dude, hey, I saw a video today of if you guys remember Moe's from Ned's Declassified. And uh yeah, she's working a normal job. It's like, damn. Like <laughs> I saw her, I remember a couple of years ago she was on TikTok. The... Yeah. Interesting. That is crazy. Really didn't work out her acting career. Although you never know. If you... That's gotta be weird if you like are a child actor like that. Do you really want to do that? The crazy thing is she turned on uh Austin Butler the guy that played Elvis in that movie, she uh, introduced Austin Butler to her talent agent, which then began his career on Ned's Declassified and then kickstarted his acting career, which eventually gave him the Elvis job. So Lindsay Shaw is a, is the reason for Elvis, the movie. That's wild. Indirectly, there shout out to Moe's from Ned's Declassified. And you can fact check me there. That is crazy. What kind of job does she have, you know? Where'd you, how'd you see this, by the way? TikTok. Oh. TikTok, the the, the all-knowledge, the all-knowing app of the I'm world. I'm looking at her Wikipedia just in terms of like, I didn't know she was in, and again, I didn't watch it, but Pretty Little Liars, she had a recurring role for five or six seasons. That's pretty wild. Should, but here's, here's the crazy thing. She was in a music video in 2007. Iconic music video. I kind of want to watch this video now to figure out where she is in this um, song. Hit song by a band that's from Canada that is hated by many, bashy, easily like dumped on. Nickelback, baby, right? Yup. What song? Okay. All right. I didn't know. 2007. Um, let's see. There gotta be like photograph or What's that one. Rockstar. Rockstar. Okay. <laughs> no way. She's in that music video. Apparently, it says she what gets credit that? for it. No yeah. shit. I mean, she must have been young at the time. 2007. I don't know. Dude, shout out to Ned's Classified for having a really great cast, and then none of the kids really got that famous after the fact. That's true. You know? Like, that, that main dude, he just, like, pops up on TikTok. What happened to Cookie? Or, like, Coconut Head, you know? True. Who or do you think? That- <laughs> <laughs> the kid spinning the ball on his finger all the time. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Yeah. <laughs> Blonde dude. Yeah, he's like always walking in the ball spinning. <laughs> Middle of class. Oh, my heart almost dropped. The uh, the janitor, the custodian there. His picture on Wikipedia is gray, but he is alive. Okay. Dude, the janitor is the, is the voice of fucking Timmy Turner. I'm not Timmy Turner. I'm sorry. Uh, Cosmo. Really? Oh, I didn't know I didn't that. That's cool. Yo, real quick, too. Uh, at the concert, I was sitting next to this kid, and obviously we're in the in elevated state of mind. And we're talking about old cartoons. And he goes, yo, the best cartoon, though, back in the barnyard. I was like, what? So we, we look up pictures of, like, the cow. Remember that? That guy? Yeah. That blew my mind. That's some of the weirdest animation I've ever seen. That was a weird one. <laughs> that was a weird show. A little mouse. Remember that guy? <laughs> Sorry, I don't think I remember finish. watching that. Yeah, it's big old letters just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. How was that okay? <laughs> It's fucked up. Good pod. We covered a lot. A lot of yeah, a lot of kind talk. of all over the place. <laughs> Went for usual. Nothing. Queen new. Elizabeth. <laughs> I uh, forgot about that. back in the barnyard. <laughs> back at the barnyard. All right. We'll, we'll see like you that. next week for two oh seven. Peace, motherfuckers. And yo yo, it's me, the one true host. I met it in this podcast. Right now, just went through a couple interviews of PNB Rock. Man, I'm really sad. And if I could tell you guys to 
check out one album by him. It's going through the motions. G T T N. Give it, a, give it a listen. I always hoped, I always had hope in the back of my mind that BMB Rock one day would become one of the great rappers, singers. I truly believe. I've never heard a guy with that much potential. I think, really. Tassion, same kind of thing. That singing, rap thing. He was one of very few. So give out, give PNB a listen. And FYI, he had just started a new record label this past week. Gone already. Shout out to PNB. I don't even understand how that's even possible. Guys that week making his own new record label. Dang, it hurts, man. Shout out to the Queen. Can't believe she's gone. At the same time, I guess I can because she's 96. What are we doing here? I just love the people that live in America that have no connection to anything in England. I should have said that earlier. That would have been a good one for Josh to regurgitate. These people have no context for England and they're just there crying watching TV. Oh my god! Even my own girlfriend was like, oh, I need five minutes to recuperate. Why? I mean, sad, I guess, but what are we doing here, dude? This is America. Dude, shout out to the Americans that participated in the Boston Tea Party. <coughs> if I could have been there, I'd go. I'd take a time machine to that tea party. I think I've said this before in the podcast. <coughs> Excuse me. Yo, but shout out to our boys, Lance Legier. Always my boy. G-Baby, I always say this. G-Baby keeps listening to this podcast earlier and earlier. In the morning. Quite rude this day out there in Boston. My boy Alex Fava, what's good, bro? James Murph. Driving through Cherho, driving through Westerly. Where I go, I turn around, there's James Murphy standing there. So shout out to James Murph. Do me a favor. <clears throat> Cut this podcast off right now and just turn on some PNB rock. Fucking go. I'll be listening to him all week, guaranteed. You know, sometimes a rapper dies and everyone talks about it. Like, oh man, yeah. Oh, he was, he was destined for greatness. I know PNB rocks on the older side, though. I swear, he had a lot of potential. He was a great singer. PNB forever! Fuck me, Puff. A lot of good things coming up soon. A lot of good stuff. Week two football. We got football, baseball, playoffs coming. We got a lot of good shit coming. <clears throat> Listen to Tina Judgment, John Burrell's podcast. Very good. Fuck me, Puff. Shout out to G Baby. Lance G. All you guys. You guys are the ghosts. Peace.